Jeff here. Thanks for listening. Go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag or click the link in the show notes for the show's archives, ways to connect, ways to support the show, information about happy hour, and more. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico from the non-mosquito um, infested Minnesota, Kristen R.B. Peterson. How you doing, Kristen? Amazing. Amazing. I've, I've got a question for you. I talked to uh, to Carol about this a couple episodes back. I wanted to get everybody's everybody that I remember to talk to it about uh, their opinions on this. So, so imagine that you have to have mushrooms growing on some part of your body but also that at least once a week you have to consume said mushrooms or else you'll die where would you want your mushrooms to grow I'll give this you a moment. Really to, disgusting. Thank you. I'll give you a moment to think about it. Um, as I shared with Carol, I would go with um, I would go with um, eyebrow uh, mushrooms because I've always wanted to have big, big bushy old guy uh, eyebrows since I've been an old guy, and I've, I've been trying to grow them out, but they're just not coming in. And so I think just this tiny little little eyebrow mushrooms that I could just pick off one and eat once in a while. I think that would be what worked for me. What would be Carol? Carol was going. To, she was going to go with the back of the neck. Uh, mushrooms because she's got long hair and she thought that would cover them up. Where where would you grow your mushrooms, Kristen? The world wants to know. Um, I think I'd grow them in between my toes. Oh. Oh, that sounds... <laughs> Just because then nobody would... You'd, you wouldn't see them. Um, I've seen you before and you are kind of an open toed shoe. I, I mean, you're a flip flop barefoot person. So I feel like maybe they'd just be hidden enough in between my toes. This is so gross. This actually but, makes but no, me look, like, so physically they, feel ill. So, so what, look, when they're little baby <laughs> mushrooms, they might be, but look, when they get all big, big and bushy, they'd be sprouting out between your between your toes and I think that that would be they'd be kind of pushing pulling pushing your toes apart it would be hard to wear your flip-flops um I'm I don't know I don't this is so ew what made you think of this it's so weird you're welcome um okay so you have them growing between your toes how would you eat them raw would you saute them would you put them on a pizza or in a salad how would you how would you consume them um, I don't like mushrooms. Well, you got to eat them or you're going to die. <clears throat> do you want to, 
this is maybe too too much information. You can cut it out if oh, you want. Oh, good. But, well, that's what this podcast is all about. Um. So the reason that I don't like mushrooms is because I imagine that when you're biting into a mushroom, that that is what the texture of the tip of a penis would feel like if you bit into it. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. it's the first time i've walked off the set of my own podcast um you should not bring up mushrooms between my toes then because okay um okay well that's you get that that's some information there listeners um so Anyway, you've got those mushrooms growing between your toes. And look, that I mean, you got to eat these things. You really want them between your toes, but okay. So then how you're going to, yeah. you have to eat them. How are you eating them? Raw, gonna, cooked, a big salad. I'll probably, um, I will probably dehydrate them and eat them like a fruit roll up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, see, the reason I, I, they seem like, I mean, they get pretty dirty down. I mean, look, they're kind of, but the reason I went with the eyebrows is because, because, you know, I, I go for, for a walk or something, I get a little bit sweaty. So they're, they're like pre-salted, um, with a little bit of sweat. So they're, they're just ready for picking and eating. You'd have to do a lot more. There'd be a lot more busy work with cleaning them and everything between your toes. But, um, but you be, you be you. Um, and, um, okay. Um, I'm the one that brought <laughs> the topic up though. So it's you all are. my fault. It is. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, listeners, um, we're going to get into electronic <laughs> body massagers in a moment, but we've got another listener call from, uh, okay. from Debbie. This is from a while back, but, uh, I, I wanted to get to it. So, uh, so here's Debbie. Oh no, I got to push. Is this the Debbie button. that I know now? The one you um, introduced me to? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is the Debbie that you know now. Um, here's some more Debbie. Um, Emily used to be our youngest. Well, no, Emily is probably our youngest voluntary listener now since chicken is officially banned from listening to the show. Chicken, if you're listening to this episode, remember you're banned, turn it off immediately um, and go do something else because you are you're you're banned from the world's longest running and most prolific hey, learning podcast. Emily, how you doing? You're our new youngest uh, voluntary listener. Um, back to can Debbie. I can I tell you a joke? Yeah. Sure. Why did the why did the chicken cross the road? Um, because she wanted to go over and listen to a bootleg copy of this ep this podcast because she's been banned. Because no? because. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you don't you don't get good jokes like that on other podcasts. Uh, uh, <laughs> here's that. I remember in podcast you were talking about like some of the grossest things you've encountered. Um, so I've been doing this for my thirty fifth year. So yeah, I, I, you know, Emily, uh, young, thinking about planning on going into early learning. And I, I wanted to, you know, th there's a lot of gross stuff in this profession, not like you and your mushroom thoughts, but other, gr other gross stuff. Um, and so talk to, talk to Emily about some of the, the grossness of, of early learning. That's where, that's where that came from. In case you didn't listen to that episode back to, back to 
Debbie. Um, I wonder if Debbie's got something gross to share. Well, I've been quite the nastiest things over the years. But the one the most that sticks out with me is we have a child, they have runny noses, you know, parents breathe in with runny noses, and we're just walking, you know, wiping noses all day. So um, this one particular child, a sneeze. Big sneeze, boom snot out of his nose like a curtain, and it went all the way to his chin, covering his mouth. And of course, he kind of breathed out at the end of it, so it kind of blew up like a bubble. And then, what most kids do, we all do that, we do that thing. It was like the world was in reverse. It just went all the way back up into his nose and disappeared like it never happened. <laughs> so shortly after that, I had, had a t-shirt made with a dotted line about halfway down. It went across my hip area. It said, wipe nose below dotted line. <gasps> Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the world went in reverse. <laughs> um, that sounds like a great uh, Oh, de Oh no. Oh. No, see the the playlist it's got an autoplay thing and you finish one and it starts playing the other one and I haven't been able to find a better playlist thing, but listeners I'll I'll work on it. So, um what what's the grossest thing you've had uh, a kid a kid do or you have you've observed in uh your your time <clears throat> i think the grossest thing that i encountered was somebody who had i'm gonna it was like kibbles and bits poop but like it was like kibbles and bits with gravy mm. so they pooped their pants and didn't like you know ask for help or anything and and that's fine yeah. because maybe they just didn't feel comfortable or were young and didn't really care um but like the chunks started falling out of their pants all over the classroom and so there was like little puddles of gravy poop it was like dinty more beef stew poop mm -hmm. all over in little piles all over the whole classroom that loft under the loft by the tables like everywhere like and, you had a pet rabbit or something yeah um and we had carpeting and so yes that was probably probably the grossest mm -hmm. that's uh that's plenty gross hey listener pam i'm sorry i didn't give you a warning about that uh poop talk but it's been it's been quite a few episodes since we've had any poop talk um that's 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 plenty gross so thank you for for sharing that De that debbie and emily if you're listening i hope that doesn't scare you away from the profession it's just uh it's just uh just kind of what happens uh things ooze and plop and splish and splash and spray and squirt out of children it's uh it's part of the job um, so Kristen, what 
I've been I've been at the playful. Oh, hey, listeners, I didn't plug this again. Happy hour, fourth Tuesday of the month, 730 p.m. Central Time. If you can join me on Zoom for whatever topic we end up deciding we want to record on and do an episode of this podcast, this here podcast, um, there's a link in the show notes if you want to want to register to join for that. Uh, but anyway, um, I've been on the Playvolution HQ site where I collect early learning resources. I've got a whole section of of loose parts ideas. And um, I've also been putting together some uh, some handouts w- that have a hundred hundred loose parts for supporting dramatic play, for supporting uh, trajectory schema, all those kind of things. And I was I was working on my my growing list of loose parts ideas the other day, and I came across in my in my head the idea of of personal body massagers as loose parts. Um, and because uh, because I was I was working on 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 uh, on 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 supporting the the uh, the sensory development, I was listening at working on a list of a hundred ideas, and I think just for the the touch, the the vibrating on the skin, it would be kind of a fun sensory thing. Um, but then I thought, can you really post or talk about personal massage devices as as loose parts? Um, Okay, but okay. Can you so when you messaged me that I yes. I wasn't I actually was thinking you were referring to vibrators. Well, see that and see that's where the dilemma comes in. Okay. Um, so that's so like you were talking about vibrators. Well, I mean, in that these things vibrate, but the ones I'm talking about aren't and you're thanks for eating the banana while we're talking about <laughs> this. That's, that's great, Kristen. Um, great, great. Um, so the, the ones I'm talking about, about aren't phallic shaped. No. Um, okay. So anyway, I, I had this thought and then I went over to, uh, to Playhaven, uh, that's explorationsearlylearning.com slash Playhaven. If you want to, want to check out our, our, um, community of practice we're starting to build over there posted over there about this with some some photos because these things look there they look like little space bugs and yeah you know, yeah yeah so you know what those look really like, fun to paint with well see i posted over there can i can i post about this can this be a thing and uh one of the people over there heather she she'd like done one with uh with sand play they had sand in a in a container and and they put one of the the massagers in there and it vibrated the sand and the sand moved around that kind of thing i thought it'd be great for for water play because they they make waterproof versions and imagine water play you put that in there and then the yeah. water does that little, little mm. ripply thing or you yeah. take two colors, two colors of uh of liquid watercolor and you put them in water and then you put that in there and it would mix the colors um yeah. so as a, as a play thing it it has value but can i put on my list of 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 things personal how do i list this I a mean, body massager a, a body uh, massager battery, but everybody uh, thinks but everybody everybody thinks vibrator then uh-uh you did you said what did you personal say personal massager oh you said body mass what did you say okay i gotta look back um, i said Personal massagers. That's, That's different that... than a body massager. A personal massager, you get the you you it alludes to a, a vibrator. 
But if you say body massager, you can list that. Sure. Uh huh. Um, because people differentiate that. I just well, I do. You, okay, but I I just think if you okay, um, so how should or um okay, so there's these little face massager brushes that are like spinny mm -hmm. that you yeah. that are battery operated. That would mm -hmm. be that could be an option. If you uh, want to like tiptoe into it, because you could do like a face, I don't know what they're called, a face brush, an electronic face brush. face brush or something like that. But they spin and they have like little silicone like things on them to like oh, scrub bumpies. your face. Uh -huh. Yeah, that would be so fun too. You could use that because those are generally waterproof because you're using them with water. Yeah. So I just I was just concerned about how how to refer to this these devices and I get you know when I do the write up on the Playvolution HQ site um, I will use pictures of the well, yeah. non phallic shaped ones because um, they look like little tiny like octopuses or something right with only yeah like, four there's all kinds legs. of all kinds of crazy shit out there yeah um, so so there's body a, massager there's a body massager mm -hmm. but but then. Look, if you do, and look, I spent some time searching because I was trying to figure out the right language. But if you if you search body massager, you you still end up with these phallic shaped things that people are holding on their necks. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm googling it right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh yes, I see. Yeah. See, so even body massager, I'm not sure is the the right language um listeners if you have thoughts on this 228-363-6737 um because because the the non-wiener shaped ones <laughs> well look even the wiener shaped ones would make interesting loose parts um for all the uh, i mean the different things we've talked about but i think i would try to shy away from those in an early learning setting um just because i'm a prude but the other ones, we, we've we've talked about half a dozen ways they could be could be used, um, and support sensory integration and and exploring materials and all that kind of stuff. So they have a place, but can you really do that? Well, not if it's an actual vibrator. But so where's the where they're. Look, they all are battery powered and they all vibrate. So they are all technically all quote unquote vibrators. I think um, you just have, you can't, you can't use one that looks like a pen, like has penis shape. You can't. Yeah. You got to avoid the peen shape. Yeah. Um, one time we had an old lady donate a whole bunch of her stuff to the preschool. Oh, like, no. I don't know if she had died or what, but like we got boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff. And there was a vintage personal massager in there, an actual like, and that's, I believe that was the language on the package, but it was totally like a um, plug in very old vibrator. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, I don't know where it ended up, but dang, I should have kept that thing. <clears throat> should have kept that. Um, <laughs> uh, so there's, there's no way to, 
there's no way to refer to these things in the English language without people's minds going going to that going because like you say vibrating toy that doesn't work yeah vibrating massager that doesn't work Mm -hmm. but I mean massager doesn't work but it would totally be a good uh, it would be a good part right it would be an amazing loose part but we can't we can't we can't call it a loose part because of the of the yeah Tasha's walking by and making faces do you have an opinion them how they interpret it oh well tasha says it's on them about how they interpret it so uh so fuck those guys is what tasha says i guess um <laughs> yeah so um are, are people and, and and look am i i'm just an old guy am i being a prude about this because heather and and over at play at uh, Playhaven, she she used one in her classroom and apparently she didn't have any anybody uh have any any issues with it so maybe the loose part that should not be named yeah um, <laughs> <gasps> yes that's what it needs to be <laughs> uh-huh because like you can have it in your classroom and kids are like if you have pictures of it and you post those photos for parents to see like a parent will clearly see that one of the you know, the actual ones that look like an octopus with the little mm-hmm. legs that it's an, they'll know what it is. And they're not going to yeah. like, they're not, their minds aren't going to jump because they're not going to see the word personal massager written anywhere unless you do like a learning story around it. And you're like, today we brought out all the personal massagers and <laughs> here's how the children used them. Oh my so, so this episode has to be called the loose part that can't be named. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so, it, okay. That's, I mean, it's personally, um, so it's kind of sad that we can't just call it a body massager, but people think nasty. Yeah. Um, but then what what other other than not knowing not being able to name it um or refer to it in any way other than that that thing over there um what other drawbacks would there be to using them because we we've talked i mean they'd be great for sensory play they'd be great for sensory integration um but are there any other drawbacks well only if it is battery operated and you don't want kids to eat batteries but then just use some duct tape and duct tape or generally yeah, they have like a screw well no now they're i mean most of those things are you're, you just plug them into a us i mean they're all oh yeah they've all got built in, built in, yeah they're all rechargeable now i think oh what else would a drawback be um i mean you could get it caught in your hair yeah i guess that could be well, I, I couldn't, but yeah. No. Um, yeah, so that could be a thing, but I don't know. I'm still. I'm, I feel I'm still like unsure. it would be, it, it's way, the benefits way outweigh the name. Benefits outweigh the name. Um, mm-hmm. I think, but I'm still, I'm still, I'm still so, I, I, I'm still unsure about whether I should. 
Well. About whether you should put it on your list. Yeah. I think if you have a picture next to it. Because I, how do I put it on? The, no, this this is just a list of 100 things. This is like a one page, this 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 whole thing. I mean, I, I can do a write up as a loose part in my loose part section of the site and have the pictures there. But still, that loose part's got to have a name. So I, I, I still... I, I don't know if so I, maybe it, it's the loose part that shall not be named. And if you want to know what it is, you have to listen the, to episode blah, 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 the podcast, the, the loose part that should only be, that shall only be pictured. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I still don't know if I can, can share it on the HQ site as an idea because it's got to, the post has got to have a name. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Listeners. If you have thoughts on a euphemism, is that what they call them, for how mm -hmm. we can refer to this thing, uh, send me a voicemail or a text message to 228-363-6737. I'd like your input. If you think this is a totally inappropriate and disgusting thing to have in an early learning setting and don't see any learning early learning value or sensory development value or sensory integration value to it, I'd like to hear about that too and your reasoning behind that. Um, if you just think it's too icky, um, I'd like to know about that because I'm, I'm really trying to still trying to wrap my head around this as a, as a, as a thing. And, um, I had a great idea. This is what oh, I think good. would be so fun is to get a kiddie pool and put just like a bunch of white paper in the bottom and drop some blobs of paint sure. in there. And then just uh -huh. like, let like six or eight of them go in there. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a uh, robot fighting. Yeah, or like turtle racing. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. there's there's all kinds of fun stuff you could do. It's just, um, I guess the reason I'm I'm interested in this is because it makes me uncomfortable talking about it, um, because I'm such a prude. So, so uh, what? You're making a face. Um, I think that you enjoy talking about it. That's why we dedicated a whole episode to it. <laughs> well, no, it hasn't been a whole episode even. <laughs> This is coming in at the back end of the episode. I just realized I could have stopped sharing though. Oh um, my gosh. So um no, <laughs> the reason I the reason I brought it up as an episode thing is because it does make me uncomfortable. And I'm I'm the guy that's always talking about doing the scary, uncomfortable thing from yeah. time to time. So I had to had to make myself do that. So now we got another another episode. We the, the the mushroom thing made me a little bit more uncomfortable. And I Ew, the mush. Don't say it again. Don't bring it up. Now I am going to envision things. Okay. So I got another one for you. you got another okay. one for you. Okay. Um, then we'll wrap this one up. So I was, I was cracking eggs the other day. I can't remember, remember what I was even doing, but I was like on egg number four or five. And I thought this is really boring. Um, and then I thought, got to wondering what would happen if every once in a while you cracked an egg open and there was like non egg, like, like maybe butterflies came out oh. or, or maybe spiders or, or maybe just the sound of a bugle. <laughs> um, so just, just <laughs> random. So just random things. And it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like once every dozen eggs, it would be once every couple hundred eggs, you'd get this, this magical odd egg. Would you like to live in that world? Yeah. What kind of it sounds whimsical and amazing? Yeah, I think the world would be just a little bit more fun. Now, if you're making cookies and you crack crack an egg and then a thousand spiders come oh okay. come scurrying out into no, your thank you. because sometimes it would it would be good things like maybe maybe there'd be a piece of gold 
um, or, or, or some bubble gum or, or whatever, but there'd also have to be some bad things just to keep it, to keep it exciting. Cause, cause you might get an egg yolk. Like it might be mushrooms. It might be mushrooms. Yeah. From your toes. It might be, it might be a good thing, but then it could also be a, a negative thing, but it would be a surprise because you want, you want the surprises. If it was all only good surprises, you wouldn't really anticipate it as much as you, you would if it could be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, that's true. Mm, well, now that you say that, I don't know. I don't know that I would want to be a part of that world. Cause, cause you might, you might crack it open and, and there's like a tiny little, a little egg inside an egg sized kitten that was like, oh. like, like, like fully, it would not, not one of those newborn eyes closed ones, but like a, like a fully functioning twelve oh. week old kitten that would pop out that would be that that tiny that would be <gasps> delightful. That would be so cute, or a bulldog puppy. Oh sure, sure, Aww. but you might crack it open and it would be like an an eyeball, <laughs> or a testicle. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> is that is that a world you would want to live in? I think maybe. I think I would take my chances. You so you you take the egg world over mushroom world? Every day, yes. <laughs> For sure. Listeners, your thoughts on whether you prefer <laughs> egg world or mushroom world or anything else at 228-363-6737. You can leave a voicemail or send a text message. Another thing that's happening is, is now I've got people that have texted before and then and then I'm getting random texts from people. Just they listen to an episode and they've got a thought or something. So um, that's that's kind of nice uh, um, to hear that's from funny. listeners that way. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap this uh, train wreck of an episode up? <laughs> no. <laughs> Plug yourself. KristenRBPeterson.com or Instagram, Kristen.RB.Peterson. That's where you find Look, me. You got, you got, you got questions on, uh, you got, you got questions or concerns about, about uh, Kristen's relationship with mushrooms. You take that up with her on her social media. I don't need to, I don't need to hear about that. <laughs> oh my goodness. This has been the Child Care Bar and Girl podcast, the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.